Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. What's going on, everybody? Eric Lindquist at Stochastic here on the Odd Chopper channel coming to you with another edition of Ladies, Links, Likes, and Locks. Hit that like button, subscribe button, notification bell. Goes a long way for me on this video. Goes a long way for you. That way you become a prize and ever create content that's going live here at our little neck of the YouTube woods, my friends. Uh, yeah, it's been a good couple of weeks here in the NBA streets. Thank God there's no college football to bet on here because I'd probably find a way to fuck that up. But either way, guys, it's been a lot of fun here in the NBA streets. Hopefully you've been uh, enjoying that. Obviously, I don't cover college football. There's a reason for that is what we've kind of learned. Anywho, I should probably talk about the NBA because there's 12 games, 12 games on the slate here for hump day. Going to be a wild one on Wednesday. Wild one on Wednesday, wild Wednesday. Anyway, I want to get out of here so I can watch the second half of Oklahoma City and Boston, as does producer Jacob. So, hey, some of you that uh, want me to go faster through my picks, guess what? You're going to get exactly what you wish for today. Well, there's also 12 games. A lot to talk about. So, going to have to be a little bit more brief in spots than otherwise. Yeah, let's just stop this. Producer Jacob, let's get to the picks. Our day begins in Cleveland, which is where you don't want a lot of your days to begin, unless you love Cleveland, in which case, good for you. Also, Ohio is not the Midwest. Everybody talking about Ohio being the Midwest is out of their minds. South Dakota, middle of the country, West. That's where I'm from, like Midwest, Minnesota, Wisconsin. I can make arguments for all of them, but if you're on, like closer to the East Coast than to the West Coast and you call yourself the Midwest, I'm so confused. Anyway... That's more interesting than talking about Washington Wizards basketball. Hey, hey, they're really bad. They play with pace, though. 103.6 uh, possessions per 48 minutes. And yeah, there's that. They're 6-26 and 26 because they can't guard you, can't guard me, can't guard anybody. As for Cleveland on the other side, really nice for them to get one guy to rule them all, one guy to find them here in Donovan Mitchell. They're still without Darius Garland, still without Ty Jerome. Ricky Rubio wants out of there, even though I don't. I don't even think you could play right now. Anyway, you still got Evan Mobley. That's the biggie that I'm paying attention to. And as such, Jared Allen's been playing a lot, lot, lot better, a lot more minutes here of late. We've seen 35, 35, 40, 34. You know who's the only guy on the Washington side who can really go out and match up with him? It's Daniel Gafford. I expect Daniel Gafford of parring foul trouble, which is something you got to throw out there for Daniel Gafford all the time. I think they're going to... You can't play Mike Muscala out there with Jared Allen. He'll just bruise him and bang him, and that isn't something I should say with those words ever again. But as we're looking at the board here, one thing that caught my eye immediately was points props from some of the early games. Ten and a half points for Daniel Gafford is a little bit low for my liking. Low for my liking. I'm all about alliteration here on Lindy's leans, likes, and locks, in case you couldn't tell. But averaging 25.4 minutes per game is Daniel Gafford. But now you're facing a Cleveland team that, yeah, there's always going to be blowout risk, nine points, but they've played a lot of like 14, 15 type point spreads here in recent weeks as well, uh, going up against, well, not the Toronto spot, but Orlando. You had Golden State, which is a wonky spread, Sacramento, Phoenix, Indy was a weird one. Lots of spots where Washington, yeah, Cleveland's much better than they are, but it's not like there's some crazy top tier pedigree team here at the moment that we need to like be shying away from, from points props because of blowout risk. And that's where this number for Daniel Gafford, assuming that you get 30 minutes of him, 
Again, the foul trouble. Got to stay out of it. He's going to be very aggressive on the defensive end. He always is. But really like the points here going up against Jared Allen, who, you know, decent defender in his own right. But no Evan Mobley out there makes this team very, very different. That's why you see a 239 and a half total, friends. So let's just bet this, shall we? Yeah. Daniel Gafford over 10 and a half points. I will be quicker here next. Milwaukee, Indiana. Pretty interesting spot here as I look at the board where, Again, you're running this game back. I feel like they've played 48,932 times this season. Don't you feel that way? I feel that way. How is this still a thing? We're still just running back, back-to-back -back matchups, and we had the, the basketball thing, and we had the, the, the in-season tournament thing, and yeah, anyway, it was pretty clear last time out. It got better from 260 to 261 and a half, and I double-dipped. Felt pretty confident that that was the right side of things to be on, and of course... Tyrus Halliburton in Indiana, they ended up putting down the defensive gauntlet there in the last couple minutes of that game. Started to slow down a little bit of what Giannis was doing. He still had a phenomenal outing, don't get me wrong. But 26-11-9 from Tyrese Halliburton. Even when he doesn't shoot it well from three, one for seven from three, he finds other ways to affect the game on the offensive end of the floor because, yeah, the best passer, best pure passer in the NBA currently. As for the Milwaukee side, yeah, this is a pretty efficient spread. They're still looking for some type of identity here when it comes to defense, figuring out how to hide Damian Lillard at times, especially dif difficult when you're facing good offensive point guards, of which there are many in the NBA, looking at USGA currently playing basketball here on my iPad. He's very good. Chris Middleton, he enters this game as questionable. That always freaks me out because, again, right knee injury management here. It's kind of a dicey one, but nobody's going to be on a back-to-back. -back. You're only two games that will be existing on Thursday's slate. So, for me, this is kind of a game that I'm just going to be passing, I think, altogether. 258.5. Again, that's a point and a half lower than open and three points lower than where it closed at here the other time. You want to be sensitive to these kind of things. Obviously, the total, like when we're talking the total points here in this, there's some variability where this isn't like the equal of a point and a half or th three points on the spread. I hope you understand why, but it's kind of a gross game. I think to go try to go out of your way to bet again, again, these teams are just, it's getting more efficient as we know what the minutes are going to do. And the books are properly evaluating it this time around. So still going to lean the under 258 and a half, but unless that thing gets back to 260, 261 and a half, I'm not going near it. So, again, it's a player pass type situation this time around. I shall pass. Oklahoma City currently playing basketball and playing a very fun brand of basketball here. 52-48 here. 2.46 in the second. And I like to think that I'm one of the best. I, I, it's not, I'm not employing producer Jacob. That's not what it is. But I think this is just a symbol of our friendship. I, I'm willing to... Put in that extra work immediately upon getting off uh, live before lock there from a fantasy perspective over on the Stochastic YouTube channel. If you're not following us, it's kind of doing it wrong because I think great information being provided no matter what you are doing, no matter how you want to utilize your betting funds in the NBA streets. But hey, Oklahoma City is just a freaking good basketball team. They're just a net rating. Talked about it yesterday. Plus 6.4, third best in the NBA, trailing only the aforementioned the, the Boston team that they've are playing currently and the philadelphia 76ers who <laughs> joel Embiid came back and he uh he's gotham's reckoning there for andre drummond should have probably gotten towards something in that game again just didn't pull the trigger on anything kind of just wanted to watch joel Embiid play ball and, oh, hey, hey, shocker he played pretty well anyway we got oklahoma city on this back-to-back -back. doubt that with the youth on this team that they're gonna have to go out of their way to rest anybody chet holmgren is built like a pencil so maybe they do maybe i'm incorrect about such things but 
it is what it is. I think you're just looking at another up-tempo game here, nearly 250 total. Going up against an Atlanta Hawks team that wants to run. They want to run like crazy, and it is what it is. But again, it's going to be pretty efficient for me as Atlanta. Okongwu, he's off the injury report. He ended up sitting out last time, ended up on some overs for Clint Capella. That went nicely. Got the PRAW there, but what am I going to do? Well, I'm not going to go out of my way to do anything outside of Oklahoma City here. I'm not going to look. Atlanta has nothing that is remotely close to the talent level. Sorry, Trey Young. Sorry, DeJounte Murray, who is a piece that I kind of was sad the Minnesota Timberwolves didn't get once upon a time, if I'm going to be honest. But this is just not remotely the same basketball team here. And considering Oklahoma City, I think they're limiting some of the minutes of some of their main dudes here just so that they can get everybody in for tomorrow. And Josh Giddy taking over some of an offensive load here. You got Shea Gilgis Alexander with 15, three and three. He's the guy who matters the most, no question about it. But they're just way better. You go through all of the analytics of both of these teams, and Atlanta's got a negative 0.3 adjusted net rating. That is 20th in the NBA. Offensively, they're good. 119 adjusted offensive rating, but they're bottom three in defensive rating in the NBA currently. And that, friends, is not a recipe for success against Oklahoma City who brings shooting off the bench in the looks of like Isaiah Joe. You know, they can get a guy like uh, the other Wiggins, not they're not related, but Aaron Wiggins, somebody that can at least provide a couple of minutes here. And hey, they went way down to the back of the bench here and into to places unknown here with this uh, Missage character that is getting some some nice run here the last couple of games, 16, 14, 12. Looks like he's going to get about that minutes load here in this spot against Boston too. So I think you're getting like a pretty good, healthy Oklahoma City team in this spot. On the money line at minus 125 against a team I do not value highly at all. So Atlanta, bye-bye. Oklahoma City, you are not the weakest link. You are very strong. Thumbs up, half unit, moving on our merry way. Let's talk hot choppers, shall we? Friends, when you sign up down below, not only do you get the premium Discord there, the second thing listed, but you also get the holy grail, the thing that we do here, the market-based approach. That is where we compare odds across multiple sports books. And we identify where the miss prices are. We find out, oh, where are the sharp sports books listing these numbers at? And we attack them with some unders. That is for sure. There's a lot of unders popping here at the top of this thing. And some people don't want to do that. But you know what? I want to make money for the people. And, well, it just makes sense to be firing up the OS Premium Tools in conjunction with the Discord Insider Access. If you have questions about the tools, we can help you. If you want to have my premium betting card, anything that Greg Ehrenberg is betting, uh, Ben Raza, my guy, Isaiah Suaros, uh, everybody you know and love here, everybody is hanging out there in that premium Discord right now for you. Uh, Nathan Choice, my dude, everybody, come hang out with us for $15 a week. This used to be $20 a week just for the Discord, now down to $15 where you get the OS Premium Tools, the Parlay Builder, the Fantasy Optimizer if you're playing underdog prize picks or pick them. So many great avenues to make some money using the Odd Shopper Tools. And again, if you use promo code LINDY, 20% off. Oh, there it is. Promo code LINDY, friends, 20% off. Fire it up. Expert Picks, Discord Premium Tools. You'll get that first week for $12 or your first month for $42, your choice, when you sign up at the link below. Continuing on with the games we go. Brooklyn on the tail end of a back-to-back -back, taking on Houston. Advantage Houston, anyone, that's for sure. Brooklyn looks like they're going to a little bit of a tighter rotation, or at least they were in that first quarter. They had their starting five in for, like, basically the entire way, nine minutes until the first substitution. And these are the small things that when you pay attention to how the minutes are kind of being divvied up, it matters big time. One of the main reasons is Cam Thomas, that crazy shooting streak that he had at the beginning of the year. 
Well, it's not only sent him to the bench, but it might send him out of the rotation here sooner rather than later. 0 for 7 from the field here yet again today. 0 for 2 from 3. 0 points and a negative 14 plus minus. They are getting it handed to them by the New Orleans Pelicans, which I'm a little bit nervous because I ended up locking the over of 18 and a half points for CJ McCollum. He went three for three or three for five from three. So those threes we talked about on the single game parlay from yesterday, they've already covered. I just need somehow, some way, six more points here in this basketball game. That, friends, would be nice. And also, if you didn't end up jumping in on that, well, premium Discord, that's going to be where you're going to see exactly what I end up firing. And that was something that got elevated from a lean into a lock. That's something that can happen from time to time. Not the most common, but that one made all the sense in all the land as I started to think Trey Murphy would be out. He ended up being out. We'll talk about them here coming up shortly, too, as they take on my Timberwolves. But Brooklyn in this spot, again, you're looking at a tightened-up rotation. Royce O'Neal, Dennis Smith Jr. still going to play like his 14-ish, 15-ish minutes. But Cam Thomas really, really hurting to knock down some shots, that's for sure. Not that Dinwiddie was doing it either. 0 for 5, 0 for 4 there from 3 in the first half. But let's talk Houston, because Houston's the interesting side of this one, because they're actually good at basketball. Dylan Brooks going to continue to be out. Tara Eason continuing to be questionable, it seems like, every damn time out. He ended up playing, though, on Monday, which gives me a little bit of hope that this is just simply them being cautious so they don't get fined. I'm just here so I don't get fined. Uh, Victor Oladipo, he's on this team? I always forget that. That's always funny looking at the injury reports here. But, yeah. What are we going to do here? Oh, yeah. We're going to bet against the team that's on a back-to-back, playing their starters lots of minutes. It's getting completely bamboozled here against New Orleans just because I want to. Ime Yudoka, one of the best coaches in the NBA. Alperin Shingun, one of the breakout stars here of this season. Although, if you go back in time two years, uh, we talked about him after Summer League. Was pretty high on him coming off of Summer League with my guy Rinpak. Yeah, those are good times. Those are good times. I miss those times. But let's not miss out on this. Uh, yeah, both these teams have been good against the spread. We've actually been on the Brooklyn side time, uh, a couple more times than you might expect. One, two, three, four. I bet them six times this year. Interesting. Not going to bet for them here. Houston, let's go. Minus six and a half. Brooklyn, you have a problem. Oh my gosh, guys. Did you watch Emmanuel quickly? Did you watch the debut of Emmanuel quickly? Because if you did... You are in love the same way that I am in love here with what this starting five has a potential of being long-term. Now, I'm going to throw out a little bit of caution here, mainly because you got Scotty Barnes playing into his own, and Pascal Siakam, just, he's good. And this is not a Toronto team going anywhere in the East right now, but Emmanuel quickly talked about it on the last program, how good of a two-way player he is and how underappreciated he was. It's just that the Knicks don't have a lot of capital to devote to another ball handling guard the same way that other teams might. And so with Jalen Brunson and Julius Randle, they needed a floor spacer, a big wing in a corner. They decided, hey, RJ Barrett, you can't shoot. They didn't decide that. They learned that after draft day. But it's going to be one of those things where OG Ananobi is going to sit in the corner and mind his own business and knock down some shots from time to time. And once again, another team we'll talk about later here on the program. But I love watching Emmanuel quickly out there in that starting unit. Got into a little bit of foul trouble, which I think suppresses this number ever so slightly. I think he's going to be playing 34, 35 minutes based on that usage and that minutes that we saw in that first game out. So get ready. Get your popcorn ready. He played 28 minutes. And I think there is massive room for that to grow into that mid-30s type window. So uh, got to say, this is going to be a fun one for me. This is... 
Yeah, Emmanuel quickly. 22 and a half PRA. Memphis is on a back-to-back. They obviously 231 and a half. Does John Moran play on the back-to-back? We will find out. These are things that matter. I don't like this number as is. I'm going to call it a lean for the time being, mainly because it's only available on two books. I wanted to see it in more books and see exactly where this market decides to open up things at, but you know, fuck it. Let's like it. How about that? Yeah. Producer Jacob, look at that guy. Look at that guy. Perfect. So an update on the previous thing that just happened there. John Moran was apparently just helped to the locker room. Uh, so I don't think John Moran will be playing basketball for Memphis. Uh, more than likely on this back-to-back, if that is to be true. Uh, Desmond Bain, Jaron Jackson. It's an interesting spot. They're playing at home against Toronto. But anywho, we're going to look forward to another team that will be on a back-to-back. They're currently up 25 at halftime here. Uh, that game is just about to get going again here. But my Minnesota Tim rules are just awesome, aren't they? They're really, really fun. Now, one of the cool new features that's been added is playoff probabilities to the top of dunks and threes. Again, it's one of those analytics sites that you just want to have access to. I don't have any deals with them. I don't have anything to talk to you about with them. I just love them. I love them. I love them. I love them. As do I love addmorefunds.com. That's another great one to have in your pocket. Do a lot of player compare on off court tool stuff update i should get lindy's locks updates going again let me know if you want those down below on on my twitter slash it's at eric lindquist x whatever it's called nowadays but minnesota the number one seed 41.3 percent chance to get it two seed 32.1 percent three seed 20.6 percent basically a shoe into a top three seed which is just flooring me to look at here projected for 56 wins just next to Oklahoma City there that has, you know, 41% chance to get a one seed, 34% chance for a two seed. It's basically like a two-horse race in a lot of ways, which is wild because it get Denver. Denver's in the West. The Clippers have been moving up here in the West, but looks like they're pretty locked into three, four seed type things. Anyway, really early to be talking playoff stuff, but there are some edges to mind out in the, uh, in the, in the futures world. Greg Ehrenberg's kind of our guy for that. Uh, for me, I don't dabble in him as nearly as much unless, again, I thought plus 600, plus 575 is a pretty good number to get on SGA to win an MVP in the event that something happens to Joel Embiid. Because again, missed a lot of games now. Got to play in 65 of them. If he plays in 64, he can't win an MVP. So not my rules, just the en- rules the NBA came up with arbitrarily. But as I look at the board for this game specifically, God does nothing stand out to me. I'm sure... There's going to be some way, shape, or form that Trey Murphy comes back and plays in this one. He ended up sitting out of that game. Talked about that being a big deal for CJ McCollum for that points prop that I wanted to get a little bit of divvied up. He's he's had a little bit more usage here. Trey Murphy sitting around a 20% usage that usually gets replaced by extra minutes for the likes of Najee Marshall, Herb Jones, guys who are much lower usage than that of a Trey Murphy who is literally out there to just shoot threes. It's a floor spacing thing too, to a certain extent, but Minnesota perfectly healthy on that side. New Orleans, we're kind of waiting for news. Zion got in foul trouble early, should limit his minutes to a certain extent, but I don't have a lot for you from this one. I think this is pretty tough, actually. Minnesota minus six. I'll lean with my team, mainly because they're not on the back-to-back. A lot more things that could happen to the Pelicans than could happen to the Timberwolves from a news perspective. We talked about quickly, and I'm not just trying to run back the card from the other day. This is not the intention, but we'll say it's kind of eerily similar. Chicago, back-to-back, getting completely blown out of the water here. Kobe White got dinged up in that game, so that'll be something I'm paying attention to, as well as Patrick Williams. Again, it's kind of nice to, to have some news to react to to be able to tell you updated information here. Recording 
about the same time as normal. It's just that more stuff tended to happen uh, in this early window of games than normal something like that well and there's a lot of back-to-backs that that would be the other part of this nba should really figure out their scheduling uh the knicks though this is where i'm getting out with that whole thing julius randall went completely ballistic and you still saw og ananobi get enough volume to find his way to that 15 plus number and uh yeah producer jacob how about you jump on board with me this time around seem fun huh yeah let's do that he hates me sometimes. I just try to tell him things. But he played 35 minutes, did OG Ananobi, in his debut. He averaged 15.2 points per game here with the Toronto Raptors. But these minutes are so secure. Emmanuel quickly, mainly the main bench piece, and RJ Barrett, now gone from the Knicks rotation, and getting replaced by OG Ananobi, and then a guy who doesn't play his position in, in Precious Achua, who, you know, I'm not going to see the floor again. And then you also have a guy. Did Precious Achua see the floor? I have to double check my work here. He played nine minutes. All of nine minutes for Precious. And then, you know, you have to remember that they also have Malachi Flynn, even though that really doesn't matter to even the Knicks. But uh, yeah, that's two guys gone for the price of one guy filling in to replace. That bodes well for usage. And yeah, Julius Wendell went ballistic in that first quarter against my Minnesota Timberwolves. Finished up with 39 and 9 with zero assists. That's called a black hole. 14 for 24 from the field. Think you could see OG, just these corner threes, man. I'm telling you. No Patrick Williams potentially for this one as well. Who's going to guard OG in the corner? I don't think anybody. So this might be the run back 15 plus for OG and Anobi. I'm assuming this number when it opens comes in a little bit higher, maybe 15 and a half, 16 and a half, just purely because of the minutes. People saw what I saw, but yeah, 15 plus put it in your single game parlays and smoke it if you will, but responsibly, of course. Let's talk about MGM. Friends, BetMGM, I want you to get exposure to all the sports book in all the land. And here's why. We follow a market-based approach where you are comparing the odds across multiple books and finding the best ones every single day. Well, hey, if you just deposit $10 or more at the link below for BetMGM, you're going to get two months of those Odd Shopper products completely free. Just by trying out a new sports book, you'll also get access to the Discord to hang out with me and everybody you know and love here on the Odd Shopper channel. So, like, do that. It's really as simple as that. You'll claim up to $1,500 in bonus bets when you make that deposit over at BetMGM. Again, $10 or more. That's all it'll take to get a $100 value over at Odd Shopper. Yeah, that's really, really great stuff. So uh, do that. It's only if you're 21 and over. If you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. We're making, making our way, friends. Uh, five games to go. Back to the pits. I'll speed it up here because there's one game I really, really want to talk about, and this is not it. Portland, plus 10, going up against Dallas. Lots of news that we're uh, getting here from the Portland side of things. Anthony Simons, questionable. Tamani Kamara, questionable. Duop Brief, questionable. Moses Brown, questionable. DeAndre Ayton out. Does any of that matter besides Simons? Probably not. They're all bad other than Simons. Money tomorrow, but jury's still out. As for the Dallas side, they are getting exponentially more healthy. They have Luca, Kyrie now going to be playing 36 minutes alongside each other. Well, they're going to have some staggered minutes for sure. Tim Hardaway Jr. off the bench, Josh Green. And then I will say, one guy that kind of impressed me, Jaden Hardy, ended up playing some good minutes. You have a doubtful Dante Exum for this one, but like Dante Exum was really out kicking his coverage at the beginning of this season, shot unsustainably well, although his two years over in Europe, he did shoot better than 40% from three. Guess what? The three-point line is also slightly closer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, 
Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. It's math. If you're closer, you're going to make more, theoretically. Although you kind of get the groove of like just shooting threes, shooting threes, shooting threes, because three is more than two, as you should in the NBA. But we continue over to the other side of this one. Yeah, the Portland's, they're terrible. Let's not talk about anything else for another second of our lives here. I have Luka Doncic under nine and a half rebounds. The props did come out from the Dallas side for Kyrie and for Luka Doncic, the only two players from this game. And the best bet I currently have is the under of nine and a half rebounds. So all of you triple-double people, oh no, I'm sorry. Probably don't want to do that a ton with this rebound rate. And Derek Lively is going to clean up the glass more and more. And it's a whole thing. So there you go. We are very happy with the Clippers. Obviously, Tuesday. uh, Well, this is Tuesday. Monday. Well, it's Wednesday when you're listening. Let's start this over, shall we? Clean slate. Ready? Boom. Clippers taking on the Phoenix Suns here. Uh, We're happy with the Clippers, though. The lock coming through. Uh, I know some people, oh, no, it's moved to eight. I didn't care. Still said you could fire that up in bulk. And it was really, really nice to see them put the gauntlet down after a really rough first quarter. Watch pretty much that entire game there going up against the Heat. And he did not shoot the ball well in the fourth quarter. Stifling defense from Paul George. Kawhi Leonard at the beginning of that quarter didn't have to check back in. Uh, Terrence Mann, uh, that's just a fun, fun kid, even though he's never going to have usage on this team. Remember when he completely sent... Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell home crying, though, for the Utah Jazz. That was fun. Terrence Mann can be that dude for somebody. Hopefully not, though, because I want to keep watching him with the Clippers. But this game specifically, Kevin Durant, does he play? Does he not play? Well, we got the answer already. He is not going to be active for this one, and that makes me very confused why the Clippers are only two-and-a-half-point favorites because you go through the rest of this roster that isn't Devin Booker, and that isn't Yusuf Nurkic, and I'm not all that impressed. Now, Bradley Beal, the minutes quickly ramped up here, and, well, Bradley Beal played on a Washington team that we went out of our way to pick on routinely. I'm just not sure that it's the easiest fit, him and Devin Booker figuring it out with floor spacing for who's going to handle what in the offense. I think it's going to still be a little bit messy, and Grayson Allen can knock down shots and be active enough. We've seen some ceiling games from him recently, but Chemezi Metu moved into this starting rotation, and... 26 minutes of him a night? I don't think that's the answer. Eric Gordon, Josh Kogi, Asir Little, Bull Bull getting rotation minutes last time, which is actually fun. I played craps with him. Fun story. True story. We'll save that one for another day. Uh, John Morant will start second half Tuesday. That's a fascinating update. So anybody coming back around to that Memphis news, didn't see that one happening. Didn't see that one. But I do see this happening. The Clippers, minus two and a half. They're playing such damn good ball. Everybody who went nuts really early on in this James Harden thing is they're eating crow. Like it's Game of Thrones action, except for they don't eat the crows. They use them as mail. Anywho, we got James Harden, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, healthy, active, and Norman Powell knocking down shots. Good times. Good times here, friends. Clippers, minus two and a half. Easy half unit add to the card for Wednesday. Welcome to the main event of the evening, my friends. The main event. Detroit taking on Utah. Yeah, who'd expect that? The main event of the evening, the lock. Now, this is kind of an ironic thing because, again, Boston, Oklahoma City. Game that I was really excited to watch here on Tuesday. Wasn't excited to bet it stayed 
50,000 feet away because I had no idea what to do with it. Wish I had bet every Kristaps Porzingis over to the moon, but such is life. This is a game I have zero interest in watching. Like, legitimately none. Have zero, point zero. I'll probably end up watching it now because it's the lock, but I have a single game parlay because I have two pieces that I think are drastically undervalued. Now, neither of these teams on a back-to-back, so you got these props nice and early. So I was able to crunch the numbers, take a look, and what do we have here? Lord Bojan, our guy from the program last season, and then obviously into this season. I am just telling you, this Detroit team is as bad as it gets, but he is still such a good NBA player that it's really just, it is what it is. Him and Cade Cunningham, they should just disband everybody else. Well, Jalen Duran, we love too. We love Jalen Duran on this program, but we should disband everybody else besides those three. Jaden Ivey, I'll take half of Jaden Ivey. I'll take the defensive side of Jaden Ivey from time to time. Seems fair. But as you work through the usage here, four, one, Bojan Bogdanovic, it was wild to see that there's actually a guy that I like a little bit more in this game from a points prop perspective, even though Bojan would be my second favorite play that exists on the board for the entire day on Wednesday. It's Lori Markinen. I think this number is asinine that we are looking at. Lori Markinen has a 20 and a half points prop to open up in this spot. He's going to play 32, 34 minutes going forward in pretty much all of these spots. And I know Jordan Clarkson just put up a triple double off the bench. It's absurd. But Lori Markinen played 35 minutes against the Pelicans on the 28th. And yeah, there's seven point favorites here. There's definitely blowout risk. But like, this is a dude who's out there chucking. Averages 23.2 points per game. They want to feature in case somebody wants to snag him. Uh, somebody should go snag Lori Markinen. That's for sure. Go get him out of exile. Would look perfect on Orlando. Talked about that yesterday with producer Jacob. But I'm just, I'm floored that this is a real opening number. 20 and a half for him. Bojan Bogdanovic, 18 and a half for our guy. Working through the usage, this is just, this, this is nonsensical. Single game parlay, or you can do what I did. Just bet them both individually, like right off the bat. Bojan Bogdanovic, over 18 and a half points. Larry Markin over 20 and a half points. Lock them both. Again, I know I'm going to see some single game parlay tickets, and I actually don't hate you for that over on FanDuel.com. So fire it up, friends. I would take Bojan up to 19 and a half. I would take Laurie up to 22 and a half. That's how off I think both of these numbers are in these specific spots. Yes, you have Keontae George, and you got LD Jordan Clarkson, and you got John Collins playing and starting in that starting five, and Walker Kessler coming off the bench. Lots of guys that they're trying to make and carve out minutes for. Nine-man rotation, 10-man rotation from Utah. But Laurie Markin is the guy you should be projecting for for the most minutes out of all of them. And 20 and a half is not appropriate. So there we are. Continue on with my favorite play. Both of these from Wednesday. Oh, you want me to save time? Sure, I'll save time. Miami taking on the Lakers. There's going to be no Jimmy Butler. And I have zero interest in betting this basketball game, even though LeBron James questionable. That doesn't mean anything. He's going to play basketball because it seems like he always does in these spots. And then Josh Richardson questionable and nobody cares. So like... Perfectly efficient total. Every total is factored in for LeBron James to just play. The questionable tag is just like a it's like a scarlet letter, but not really because he didn't do anything wrong. I don't know. He's LeBron James. He can live his life. He's a great dude. Seems like a good dude. I don't know. Don't say that to a Celtics fan. I can tell you that much. I don't want to hear anything about LeBron James and how he opened a school or anything. They just want to hate the man. Actually, nobody really hates him now that he's in the Western Conference. I think that's kind of gotten mitigated. But facing his former Miami team, what? 
Lakers minus six and a half. Sure. Don't feel good about it. Again, how did the Lakers get the same opening number as the Clippers? I, I don't quite get that. This is probably going to get bet up. I'm not going to do it. Both teams on a back-to-back, -back, the Orlando Magic, Sacramento Kings, they haven't even tipped off as of right now, that is for sure. But, oh, God, this starting lineup. They just keep rolling out McGowan's. Oh, Martin is starting. Finally, Martin is starting for the Charlotte Hornets. Day late, dollar short. Anyway, Orlando, plus four. Why didn't they do this? Yes. <sighs> Nobody cares because that was DFS. And this is... But here we go. Orlando, plus four, Sacramento here in this spot. What do we do? What do we do? What... What do you want me to do? I think this over-under is a little bit high, if you ask me. First off, Orlando, pretty stout defensively. We know that by now. They have a center rotation that they can kind of mitigate the minutes of everybody. They should have no problems on back-to-backs like this because they Wendell Carter Jr. or Mo Wagner. They don't need to play those guys 25 minutes even. Like, they could just rotate them around. Everybody gets their share and you move along with your life. And then you got... Franz Wagner, who you want to have play as many minutes as possible. I will be paying close attention to that here with him. Paulo Bancaro taking on this Golden State team because that number was asinine. We are locking that, and we did lock that. Hopefully that goes well, and that you're happy with me when you hear this. If not, well, got more bets today. And I've been pretty good for three weeks. I'm just going to throw it out there. Profit, profit, profit. That's what we're supposed to do. Anybody want to bet an under? How does an under sound? Two, three, four and a half looks pretty good to me. Do you want me to talk about it? Do you care? People just want the picks is what I heard. Oh, I've talked through a lot of picks. I mean, the pace, Sacramento, 10th. So there's that. Orlando, Markel Fultz didn't end up playing today. So maybe plays and finally gets back in the lineup here. That would make sense. Whatever, under 234 and a half. Let's get the heck out of here. And that does it for another edition of Lindy's Leans, Likes, and Locks. You know what to do. Go to that comment section below. Let me know your favorite plays that exist here on the board for Wednesday. Hopefully it was a good one here as we round out Tuesday. Things are going all right here thus far. Uh, I would like Chet Holmgren to knock down some threes for the prize picks, people. That's for sure. But BetMGM, great sports book. Sign up for that down below at the link. Only for 21 and over. If you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm a fucking choke. <laughs> Thank you, Producer Jacob. Let's go watch the second half of basketball. That really, really matters. Go Oklahoma City for my dude Jacob, even though he's a Boston fan. Going up against his team. Hmm. Actually, that's exactly what you should do. I bet against the Vikings all the time, as I should. Anyway, let's get the heck up out of here. Until next time, friends, I'm Eric Lindquist. Best of luck in the NBA streets on Wednesday.